Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. We really hope we'll see you there. Anything to squash them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just And it was just about craving normality. I just want to be like everyone else. And that's how much having big boobs is like, makes you feel like you are living a completely different existence to everyone else. Hello and welcome back to Should I Delete That? I'm Alex Light. And I'm Em Clarkson. How are you, Al? I've got a creaky chair. And you know, every time we record, Daisy says, try not to creak your chair, but I always do. There's two people sitting on that chair right now. Oh, that's freaky. That's freaky. That, what? Yes, okay. You're like a Russian doll over there. You know, I keep seeing people, someone said to me the other day, oh, when your baby's earth side. Have you heard that? Yeah, are you kidding? I was like, well, it is on the earth right now. No, but they're not earth side. They're Al side right now. Yeah. Earth side to the Al side. But like... <laughs> Everyone listening has just turned it off. Yeah, including me. I'm not. I'm not acknowledging. If you talk about where they are in terms of the universe, they're on Earth. Anyway, I don't know. I just don't know why that I feel pedantic about that. But anyway, pick your battles. You pick my battles. Stupid. Anyway, any goods? Yes. Yes. Speaking of, actually, my good is going to annoy Hit you me. immensely. Uh, my baby has been Earthside. For nine months. <laughs> that was such a good segue. <laughs> well thank done. you so much. Thank you, so, thank, thank you for the round of applause. Um, oh my God. Yeah, nine months in, nine been, months out. She's been out for longer than she's... Was it? I mean, she actually, she came out like eight and a half months because she was impatient. So it doesn't really apply, but I still like the like nine months in, nine months out thing because it was a bit pedantic to be like eight in a few days. Blah. So yeah, <laughs> I'm celebrating Aww, now. She's nine months. I can't believe that. Cannot believe it. I have a kid that just eats, like, she just eats food now, claps, kind of nearly walks. It's really weird. Like, it was one thing having a baby. No one told me that. When I was like, oh, I'm going to have a baby. I didn't be like, I'm going to have a kid. No, that wasn't what I thought I was getting into. It's nuts. And she's only going to get bigger. (laughs) Toddler. so fun. And then teenager. What the fuck? I know. Well, I mean, yeah, but, but then I'll be a pensioner in a minute. So that's going to be odd. So you know what I mean? Like I saw yeah, an old I man earlier and I was like, oh my God, he wasn't always old. Isn't that so funny? Like I saw this yeah, old man true. walking down the road and I was like, you were young once. Weird. You were a baby once. That's <laughs> yeah, weird. weird. So sometimes, weird. Sometimes I look at Dave and I think you were a baby once and I find that really inconceivable that Dave was once a baby. Do you I, know what I, I mean? such a serious baby. <laughs> so serious but can you like don't you think Dave out of everyone feels weird as a baby like he's just so not a baby I tell you what a massive part of that is because he's called Dave like you just never meet a baby called Dave imagine here's baby Dave (laughs) here's baby Dave (laughs) do you know what I know someone I don't know them it's like it's like a friend of a friend of a friend and they've called their baby Nigel it's a really nice name it's just not a baby's name it's not That's... a baby's name it's like Graham yes. or yeah, like Derek yeah or Mike yeah my... it's it's Mike 
one of the is Mike from Michael from the Bible though? I feel like oh, yeah, I made that yeah. Up. No, no, but Michael, fine, Mike. It's yeah, just Mike. Not, it's just weird, it's the same as David's it? all right. David's Dave. taking you for a baby, but Dave, it's just. Kids, yeah, I just fine. feel like no one calls their baby David anymore, do they? <laughs> no, I don't. I, don't. I, I think David's pretty consistent. I just think there are some names that, like Phil, I can't imagine like a baby Phil. I can't imagine a baby Jeremy. No. No. And for me, it's Graham. I think Graham's like the funniest. His baby Graham. <laughs> yeah, it's just like they'll grow into them. But it's like, yeah. Oh, tell you I've just seen in the Funny. news, David Mitchell's wife has had a baby and she's 51. No way. Yeah, she's had a baby last week. Yeah. I know. But she's had a baby. Made me think of 51. it. 51? I think the baby's called June. And I was like, oh, that's a name you don't really hear anymore. Anyway, wow. yeah, 15 year baby. Oh, Alan's that's got cool. distracted. Have you got anything Sorry. good? Um, well, congratulations to you for keeping a human alive for nine months. Earthside. Thank you so much. Earthside. That's, that's very, very clever. Um, my good <laughs> my good is that I've discovered Bake Off. I know that sounds what? weird because... No, I know. No, I know. I know. And we've had Bake Off royalty on the podcast in the form of Laura Adlington, who we love. Great, best great believe interview. I'm trying my absolute best to get one of this year's two of this year's contestants on the pod <gasps> I would fucking love that oh my god it's so good it's so good I feel like baking is going to become my new thing now I'm obsessed and I learned that desserts is stressed backwards who knew I didn't and I just think it's the best show no I I, I go too hard too soon I'm not going to say that actually but I think it's a very good show <laughs> it is a very good show yeah. I agree yeah. Alison Hammond was born for that role I'm really enjoying it. She's great. And I love Noel yeah. Fielding. I love him. He's so nice. There's an Instagram account just dedicated to Noel Fielding's jumpers and it's literally the best thing I follow. Because he always wears I, the best. I know. The I know. best. The best. I, know. I want I them could, all. I know. I followed the account for like four years because it's, oh, it's just really good jumpers. I need to find it. Send it to me. Yeah, I will do. Um, um, anything bad? Okay. Anything awkward? Yeah, my bad is that the baby that um, has been hit outside has been poorly, which has been horrible. Um, poorly little so we had to girl. Go. I know. We, we're not going to dwell because she's like totally fine. Yeah. Uh, but we had to go to um, Amy last night, which was like awful. Um, so scary. Stressful. Yeah. And just like not really stressful, but she's fine. So um, yeah, it's just so hard. You just you can't communicate with them. You can't be like, you're all right. You all right? Yeah. What's wrong? What are you feeling? What's wrong? Yeah, yeah. What are you oh. about? Um, Bless you. That sounds guess. really scary. But she's fine. She's cool. Okay, she's an absolute good. little trooper, thriving. Yeah. We've heard her while we've been on this call. We've heard her proper belly laughing with Alex. So belly laughing. I was saying that to the doctor because they were like, "How is she?" And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, like cackling. Like <laughs> she's, she's fine. fine. <laughs> yeah, she's like she's covered driving. in rash, but she's fine." <laughs> She looks all kinds of wrong, but internally she's absolutely thriving. So, um, my bad. I feel bad about my bad now because it doesn't quite measure up. But um, we've, good. Got of, we've got a lot of flies in the house. <laughs> I feel like I, <laughs> I temp- tempted something, <laughs> taking good. the piss out of you and all the flies. I sent them to you. I know. I think I actually think you did. They're everywhere though, and they're big, like blue bottle tit or whatever they are, like huge flies everywhere. I don't oh, get God. it. And Betty's eating them. That is hilarious. It's one of my favourite things in the world to watch is dogs eating flies. And <laughs> it's so sweet. But at the same time, like when she actually gets it, I'm like, that's disgusting. I let yeah, Nicky Linda all over. <laughs> Gross. Um, yeah, sneezy season. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, my mouth still not recovered. Um, see, baby so Linda, baby Susan. You don't see imagine many of them around at the moment. No, you don't, do you? Like Susan, baby, baby yeah, baby Susie. That's that's fine. Linda, I can't imagine as a baby, but then I can see her as a as an adult. No drama. Baby Margaret. There. Baby Margaret. No, Margaret's okay because then you got Maggie. Yeah, I love Maggie. I actually I know a girl who's called Barbara and she she's love. called like Bar- Barbie for sure and I love that love Barbie so cool I know a dog called Barbara yeah. and call her Babs but I feel like if you had a baby now and named it Barbie it'd be like oh you've just named it after the pipe of the Barbie movie do you know what I mean it's which a shame, did come really. out on my birthday so it's kind of my right that is definitely alright then take and it and I'm willing to lend you the right if you want to name your baby Barbie <laughs> thanks thank you let's see how Dave, <laughs> no Dave feels about that one <laughs> don't baby tell him. Dave just do it <laughs> Um, awkward so hit me uh, right well I was going to tell you about the fact that this morning I ended up on a walk with a woman that I just didn't mean to you know when you fall into stride with someone and then you've kind of matched each other's pace perfectly and it's like absolutely the worst and you're like I hate hate that that. this has happened I hate hate it and she had a buggy as well and it was like oh there is no quick overtake here this is awful anyway um, that would have been my awkward if it weren't for the fact this this should have been my good my bad and my awkward all balled into one good yeah. I didn't have an infected toenail. It was just ingrown. Oh Bad. my god. I told everybody <laughs> that I had an infected toenail when it was just ingrown. Awkward. I have not shut up about my fucking toenail. And I hate myself for it. But anyway, I went to the place, I had it removed, and I've got my life back. I feel fucking stunning. If I hear you say toenail I, one more time. Honestly, fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it was the fucking worst, but it's over now. But it's over now. Exactly. Da, 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 that was lovely. That was oh, lovely. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> My inner Celine came out. Um, yeah, she was great. I'm pleased for you. I'm mainly pleased for, for me and all of our listeners who can can stop hearing about your fucking toenail now. Gross. Yeah, all right, fly, fly, fly yeah. over there. Fair, fair. <laughs> <laughs> um... My awkward is an old awkward that came to me in the middle of the night. A lot came to me in the middle of the night last night, actually. I dreamt that we were recording and it didn't record and it freaked me out. Anyway, um, I, I can't believe I haven't talked about this one because I actually feel quite mortified thinking back about it. I'll keep it quick. But basically, when I was in my first trimester and I was like 70, 80% sick, but like 20, 30% ravenous, like horrendously hungry. Like if I don't eat now, I might die weird like just very strange and I was we were in the studio at two and I was coming to meet you for lunch at one and I got stuck on the train and I hadn't eaten all day because I felt too sick to eat and I'd gotten so 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 hungry on the train but because I was late I didn't have time to come to the restaurant so you got me a burger and got me a takeout burger and on the way and I, so I met you outside the restaurant and I was like, fuck, I was like, I'm so hungry. On the way to the studio, we were like, we'll stop, we'll stop for a coffee, stop to grab a takeaway coffee. When you were in the queue for the coffee, I was like, I can't wait any longer. So I sat down in this cafe eating a burger that was like, opened this burger up that wasn't from the cafe. And I ate like, like I, I went completely feral and I acted like I was like I was eating like I hadn't eaten for like a like in in forever and you knew I was pregnant so that was kind of okay but the girls we were with didn't know I was pregnant and I just remember looking up and seeing one of them looking at me in absolute horror I was like the burgers all over my mouth and I was like, like throwing it in my gob and I actually still feel uncomfortable about that and I've never texted her to say look I just can I just let you know that I was just pregnant that time and not just 
Like, I feel like it's a good idea for you to do that because actually I remember I'd completely forgotten about this, but if I close my eyes, I can actually picture you there. You didn't even I'm... say anything. You just dropped out of the queue and just sat at your, by yourself at a table and we're all talking and Al's just by herself. It's literally like when we used to go to the supermarkets when we were kids and my brother just had had enough, he would just sit. He would just literally sit down in the aisle and he'd tuck his feet underneath it and he'd just sit. And I've always got this image of him like sitting there looking like a petulant little boy because that's what he was and that's kind of the mental image that, that, that transcends except I was like rabid day. yeah and not a child and desperate yeah and not a child importantly and so, 35 yeah exactly so I'm I'm gonna message her and I feel like I needed to bring that up because that was awkward <laughs> that was horrible afterwards even like as the food settled and I started to feel better again I was like I really regret that actually <laughs> <laughs> I should have waited like two to three more minutes <laughs> and I'd be fine yeah um okay so there you go that's my oh, old awkward that. thanks for that that's good that's, um, that's nice for me you're welcome I've I feel a little hot and bothered um today we are talking about boobs Titties, baby. Boobs. So we're really excited for this episode. We talked about boobs a while ago and is it just me? And actually, we didn't really do the conversation justice and we had some DMs afterwards and it just made us realise that we wanted to have this conversation properly. So there was only one woman for the job. Yes. Jackie Adedeji, who did a documentary about big boobs for Channel 4 um, and has done a lot of research on big boobs and it was a brilliant conversation and if you listen to the end, you can hear her make a beat with her boobs. Need we say any more? No. Clap it out, Al. Get the girls to work. (laughs) Here's Jackie. Hi. Hi. Thanks so much for coming. Thank you for having me on. We are going to talk about boobies today. Boobs. Boobs. (laughs) Kate, Kate, no, 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 get your boobs out. Don't do that. Um, Well, you can. Do what you want. Um, But we, the reason we wanted to do this episode is because Al and I talked about boobs in a, is it just me, a few months ago now, I guess. And we kind of talked about like having grown up with big boobs and Mm. how actually neither of us really liked it we got some shit for that episode yeah we got some feedback which is i just think it was interesting and that's why we wanted to have this like conversation because it was like some a lot of people like yeah we get it like and then there were some people who basically felt that it wasn't very body positive of us to not like our boobs which is kind of fair enough so we kind of wanted to like have the conversation with someone that like like does this conversation yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) well thank you i'm happy to be part of this discussion i'm excited i feel like boobs are such a big part of my life yeah talking about them being shamed for them all sorts so yeah Yeah, and you've done a documentary haven't you yes my big boobs which i did for channel four which came out in may this year and that was really exploring the way british women in particular feel about having big boobs because i think there's a misconception that if you've got big boobs that you love it or like, I don't know, you, I mean, to be fair, there's been times where I've defo like got free entry to places <laughs> or whatever, but there's this idea that, oh my God, your boyfriend is so lucky. Like your life must be so easy. And actually it's like, well, no, because we never asked for this. Yeah. And yeah. actually just the kind of adultification, the sexualizing of our bodies, being seen as an object is the part that I don't think a lot of people really see and understand. I was really struck mm. with watching your documentary I, well, I guess it was the um, for the person who had 
crowdfunded so yeah. I get my words out yeah. who'd crowdfunded to have a breast reduction and then had had so much sexualization in the like I'll donate to you if you yeah. send me a photo of your boobs yeah and it's kind of mad that like we like disregard that that's kind of the main takeaway for me it's, it's like we disregard how women actually feel about it mm-hmm. and still revere it as like this like perfect what a woman should have so it's completely irrelevant how she feels about it it's like she's got this thing and she should be grateful for it and she should use it but in the right ways yeah it's uh I think also when you think about boobs in a kind of British context like boobs are quite funny right it's like when you think (laughs) about carry on and like oh what a lovely pair like do you remember like nip slips and stuff in magazines like back in the day that was like I think boobs are seen as quite funny and so because like fun of, bags yeah fun bags yeah like the seaside postcards all that kind of stuff so I feel that when you've got big boobs it's you're not really seen as I think of sometimes you're not seen as a human being you're almost seen as like a something to like comment on or laugh at or you become like the butt of the joke mm. so your pain isn't taken seriously because it's like oh but, but you've got all these big you got these big bags like you know yeah, how could yeah, your yeah. life be so hard and it's like well you're forgetting I'm a human being underneath all of that yeah. So, and you know, Laura, who was the girl in the documentary that had the crowdfund, I mean, she was, I was just disgusted at the fact that she's just in such pain and people are like, oh, that's so sad. Show us a picture of your tits though. Mm. Like, come on. Yeah, so gross. You know, and the fact that she even had to do a crowdfunder, you know, it's bad if she's having to do that. Imagine like going to work and everyone that's in the paper. Yeah. You know, it's like not. It's not ideal, but she she had no choice. Yeah. So it's really sad. Mm, yeah, it really is. So from your research and everything you did around the documentary and the people that you spoke to, and I'm, I'm interested in you saying British women's like attitude towards having big boobs. And does like is it generally negative or generally positive? And does that differ to like different countries and different cultures? I think I mean in America it's it's quite similar because obviously they they've got. I mean, they don't have really a healthcare system out there. So you have women with big boobs who are struggling in the same way, except they there's no alternative. Mm. It's just get a loan or something. So yeah, I would say generally a lot of women with big boobs are dissatisfied with their boobs. Um, most women I've spoken to, because I did this big bosom brunch in the summer um, just for women with big boobs. And most of the women there, they were women from age 18 to 45. And a lot of them were like, I hate my boobs. I've never liked my boobs. So, uh, because I also think that where there's not that many role models, but also it's incredibly expensive. When you have big boobs, it's not just like, it's like buying the right bra. It's uh, the right gym kit. You know, there's so many things. Everything just costs money. So if mm. you haven't got money, then you're going to struggle. And a lot of women are wearing the wrong bra. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. there's that too. I really want to talk about that a bit, but I'm just really struck by like what you're saying yeah. about role models as well. And yeah. I feel like it's actually, it's a complete, Paranox. Like we're not going to have a positive role model because any woman that empowers themselves around their boobs yeah. is instantly labelled as a slut or as yeah. easy or as yeah. provocative. Pro- exactly. Yeah. So it's like you can't. It, you know, you say that all those women at their brunch hated their boobs, and it's like, well, of course they did because yeah. if they were ever to say I like them, mm-hmm. like imagine how they'd be treated. Oh yeah. It's, well, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know, growing up, my role models were like, LOL, Katie Price, Jodie Marsh, because they were the only women, even though their boobs were, weren't real, they were the only women who I saw who were flaunting it and owning it because there was no other, yeah. there was there was nothing else, that that was it. So 
for me, I decided that, right, I'm going to take it upon myself and empower myself because I was shamed so much by family members and my dad's a priest. So, you know, in the church, don't wear this, dress modest, don't do this, don't do that. So much policing and censorship. And I was like, ah, like I need to liberate myself. Um, but again, that comes with, for any woman, it comes at a cost. And so, um, you know, it is, there is a lack of role models and that's why I wanted to do the documentary. And that's why I'm someone that owns it because th there's, there's nowhere else. There's no one else really, I think, who's like doing it at a kind of larger scale um, and is embraced and is embraced. And so it's, yeah, I think having big boobs is, it's a struggle. It really is a struggle. And like, I own it and I make it look easy, but it's not always easy. You know, sometimes I'm like, oh, when you get stared at or I don't know, I'm at the beach. Yeah. I went to India <clears throat> for Christmas last year, 10 guys staring at me and I was like I was so angry because I was like you're not gonna make me feel like shit like we're not I'm not going through this shit again so I was just like had a go at them and like my <laughs> husband was like why like just I'm like no no because this kind of stuff can set you like five years back and you go yeah. right that's it I'm not wearing a swimsuit at the beach again and yeah. I'm just tired I've had so many moments like that I'm just like tired of it Good so yeah. yeah I just try and do this for all the women that feel like they need they need to be empowered because it's really hard, yeah. you know? I love that because it is hard. I mean, I I think we talked about it on that episode, but like mm. I developed really early before anyone mm. else like did that thing where, you know, if you've got to put a, if you can hold a pencil yes. underneath, pencil you need test. a bra and yeah. I was like, six i, I needed one not actually <laughs> not actually six i made that up sorry <clears throat> older than that but still i developed really early yeah. and then i but i was i it never felt the attention never felt positive yes it always felt really negative yes <laughs> like the girls my the, the my peers who were girls were like fascinated by them mm. And so were the boys, but like in different ways. Mm. But I like honestly developed this like hunch mm. because I was just trying to like hunch my shoulders over to mm. like hide, hide. Yep. my boobs. Mm. And eventually I got a breast reduction. Mm. Did you? Yeah. Right. When I was 25, I think. Maybe a little bit older than that. Mm -hmm. They've grown back. Mm. They've grown back since. Um which is a thing. That yes, I, didn't, I did hear I about didn't this. Know happens. Yeah, but yes. they're going back since. Yeah, I wasn't able to get mine on the NHS. Yeah, it's on the NHS. Really either. hard. Yeah, but I was lucky enough to be able to do it, and like, it was. And I think probably that's some of the shit we got as well. Is like it was so good for me the breast reduction. It was so yes. positive and made me feel like so much better and so much less conscious. Mm. Um, but then I guess it is sad to say that, isn't it? Because it's like, well, that's not my. I, you know, what? I don't think you have to. Well, it's like loving your body. You don't have to love every single part of yourself. I think it's yeah. like making peace with it, but you don't, I think with your boobs, every person has a different relationship with their boobs or their chest. So you, it's hard when we live in a society where you're punched down if you embrace them or you're punched down if they're just there anyway, even if, because they seem to be taking up space. So I think it's, you know, it's a, it's an it's complicated relationship. I think lots of people have with their chest, and it's you know? also like it's unreal actually when you think when you break it down. But like when when we go through puberty is the time that we're actually first being aware of like the magazines telling us that we should be thin or like the culture around like how we should be. And it's like we grow. Like I was the same as you. Like I woke up one morning, just I went from an A cup to an E cup, literally overnight. Yeah, scared the shit out of me. I was like, oh. Um, but you develop all these curves, and in doing so, you break away from the beauty standard that you're being told you need to be adhering to, which is for us particularly. Actually, no, it's the same. Always the same. You need to be thin, and as you start getting these curves, like you, there's. 
it's there's literally no blueprint for it because it all happens at a different time. You don't speak to your friends about it and you feel like somehow you're failing at looking the way that you should look if you're trying to control, which I, I, I definitely felt at that time. And then, but I did the opposite of you. Like I didn't hunch it. I, I felt so like when I was at school, so... What are you going to do? Like I, my uniform, I couldn't do up the button over the top because then you get the gate. Yeah, the gate. So then you had to have it too low. And then it's like, but if it's too, then you've got your boobs up. But it's like, I I can't, I don't really know what to do. Yeah. And I hated how it looked when it was all like bunched up and up Mm -hmm. and up. And it's like, I looked better Mm. with the, with a proper neckline. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I would just have it open Mm. because I wanted to look better. Yeah. And that's the other thing that you kind of then with hindsight, you find yourself apologizing for where you're like, I I did get my boobs up because I didn't know what to do with them. And in a really weird way, they were being revered by my peers and they did make me attractive and not necessarily in the way that I wanted. And I actually never felt positive like you. I never felt positive about them, Mm. but I did feel like, well, I've got something like that I should have, which is a good thing, but I don't, I don't actually think I liked it. Do you know what I mean? Like I was getting the attention, which felt right. Like I felt like I should be getting attention. Like, it's it's such a complicated relationship that young women yeah. have with the male gaze. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 And that's like it's so messy. Yeah. It's so messy. So that's why I kind of I don't resent that we got shit. I get that we got shit. But I'm like, it's so complicated. And we we're yeah. talking about like we this our formative years, and it does make it complicated. Oh my god. Totally. I can totally relate. I mean, it was the same for me. I I went from being like 11 years old, waking up, and I had like double F. I was a 30 double F by the time I was 11 years old. Wow. Which was just like insane. And then I went from like hiding wearing my dad's jumpers and hoodies. Like in the summer, I was all, I was always hot, but I, yeah. was, I just did not want anyone to look at me. And then by the time I was about 15, 16, the kind of boys in my school, you know, that's when they're like, oh, instead of like laughing at me for having big boobs, it was like, oh, they're now a bit more interested, you know? Cause, mm. And so I just totally embraced that. Like when it was, we used to go to this place, um, it's called like Liquid, which is like, it's like a club for under 18s, but they mm-hmm. don't sell alcohol. It's like juice and Pepsi. And I would always have my boobs out and like guys would be talking to me. I mean, they're talking to be talking to my boobs, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like this is my time. But at the same time, I felt like a bit, a big sense of shame for like enjoying it, but also the the shame of like that I shouldn't be doing this and yeah. that my boobs are wrong and, and that I'm a, and wrong. And it's a responsibility as well. Yeah. Like yeah. you, you're so, you make yourself so responsible for the m- men around you because you're so aware that like you're quote unquote asking for it. Yeah. It's such a mess. And if anything happens to you, it's your fault. Yeah. Why did you get them out? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to uh, shift that, shift your your mind because I think you can feel empowered and then it only takes like one comment or someone to say something to you and then you're like oh you take the blame for things that have and I've definitely done that I've taken the blame for things that have happened to me that actually not my fault but it Mm -hmm. was this shame from uh like people in my life who have told me that like me having my boobs out means this or it means you're asking for it or it means you're provocative and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so it's really and then you know with shame shame has to go somewhere Mm. when people want you know when it comes to shame a lot of the shame, I had to remove myself from other people's preconceived ideas about me or what I should be doing because I realized that's your stuff. Mm. Like I need to work out what I'm doing over here because it's like when people pass their shame onto you, whether that's how they feel about boobs or their bodies, you then digest that and start f- carrying this heavy load that actually has nothing to do with you in the first place. So I had to really remove myself from that and work out like, who is Jackie? Like, what is my relationship with my boobs? How, how can I find peace with this and just make it work for myself really? 
because, and then, and that's why I feel free in myself because how I feel about myself is how I feel. It's not because someone else has made me feel this way, mm. you know? And that for me was taking my power back, which, you know, my dad, dad loved so much. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever think about a breast reduction? Yes, many Did times, you? many yeah. times, many times. Yeah, many times. What was your conclusion on that? Well, actually I, I got a, um, when I was mm, maybe 19 or 20, um, I actually went to the NHS and I was like, okay. you know, and I said like, I wanted to get a breast reduction done, but they had told me after a series of sessions that my BMI was too high. So I would need to stay at a consecutive weight. For is it 26 or 27? It has I to be below. I think it's below 27, I think. Yeah. Insane. And then they said that I have to stay at a consecutive weight. Um, by that time, I think I was going to university and I was like, oh, do you know what? So I went to uni and then like started, just had a whole new identity. I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm going to start fresh. Um, but then I had it and then I forgot about it and I kind of started to embrace my boobs. And then when I finished uni, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want this anymore. Um, went for a consultation and the guy was actually like, oh, wow, like you, you would look so much slimmer with um, smaller boobs. And I was like, <laughs> okay, okay. But then that made me feel really uneasy because I'm like, I was thinking to myself, well, if I get a breast reduction, like, would I actually be happy? Like, would that then, because a lot of the women that I've spoken to have said, well, yes, you get the breast reduction, but that doesn't mean mentally that your mind, your mind actually sometimes is like, as if you still got big boobs. So I was trying to actually, I need to get my head right before I start making any decisions. And then when I did, I realized that actually the only reason I wanted to get a breast reduction was because I felt that I would be less of a problem if I got one to everyone rather than actually that is what I want. And when I realized that actually fundamentally that isn't what I want, then I didn't look into a breast reduction again. But look, never say never. Who did you feel like a problem to? Just, I mean, family. Yeah, yeah family and, you know, growing up in a, uh, I mean, my parents are like pretty liberal, but I think growing up in a church environment, there was always this, you know, in fact, I remember vividly even being 21, 22 and coming home and then like my mum's like, oh, can you just like cover yourself up a bit? Or people being like, oh, like, can you not not wear that? And all this stuff and it just eats away at you, eats away at you. And then I, I just thought, well, if I get rid of them, then like everyone will just basically F off and mm. I can just get on with, I could just get on with my life. Um, because there's always not, not, as much now, but at least at that time, even if I wore something like this, so I'm wearing like a mesh top, I felt that it was wrong because it was like, that's the first thing people notice when they see you. Mm. It's like, why are you wearing that? You know, or your boobs are huge in that. It was always that. I'm thinking, oh my God, like you didn't even say hello to me. It was like, you know? It's very dehumanizing. Oh my God. Yeah. You don't even see me as a human being with, and I think because boobs are so, they're, they're very, they're physical, they're out there, that people do feel that they have a say mm. because, well, they're there. So why not? You put them out there. So therefore I can comment on it. Yeah. You know? So it's really, you know, everything from girls' toilets. I mean, I've had it all. Getting boobs groped, yeah. you know, all of that. I mean, it's, uh, but I, I feel so much more confident in being like, no. Yeah. Like before, I guess I would just let it happen because it's like, okay, well, it's all happening so quickly. So, but now I'm like, no, don't do that. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, and that is so brutal being told to like, oh, could you just cover them up a bit? Oh my or God, like, yeah. Because I mean, we've talked about like dressing consciously to either like show off your boobs mm. or to cover them. But mm. actually 
it's really hot. Like oh it's God, so very much. difficult to dress, quote unquote, modestly. Yeah, whatever when that you means. Have big bo- what, exactly, when yeah. you have big boobs. Because it's like, kind of no matter what you, they're there. Like you say, they're physical, they're there, they're big. Like there's not really much you can, yeah. you can do. And if you wear something that someone with t- really small boobs mm-hmm. wears at the same, it's not going to look the same. Oh my God, no. It's going to look completely different. Totally. And it's going to look like you're like getting your boobs out and yeah. showing them off. And it's just like, I'm just wearing like a vest top. Exactly. Just, I just... And you, we weren't even allowed. I'm just trying to remember thinking back of when we were kids. Like I remember having bra strap, like being in trouble. Well, not in trouble, but like having it commented on the, like you're showing your bra strap. Yeah. But it's like, but if you don't wear a bra, you can't not wear a bra. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, I remember my mum bought me, because my mum was amazing. My mum had massive boobs as well. Put her on blast. My mum had massive boobs. My mum had really big boobs as well. Um, And I remember, like, she was really good. If I hadn't have had her, I actually wouldn't have known what to do. But she, like, went to, but I hated that. Because then she went to, like, all my friends would go to, like, Topshop and get the little, like, itty-bitty bralettes. Yeah, the cute ones. Topshop. I could have never. Miss it. And I'd be in the, like, fig leaves. Like, no shade. I love fig leaves. But, like, the industrial. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, M&S. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy duty. Oh, my God. I had, like, a cone bra that was from M&S. My mum was like, it'll keep you secure. I'm like, this is nasty. Like, this yeah. is not even yeah. cute. In like yeah. the beigey. The beigey. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, it's giving granny. Like, yeah. this is, I'm too young. Yeah. The vest top, the crop top vibe, the the vest top. I missed that whole era. Like, I was straight to the big, big bras. I was like, yeah. damn. Yeah. But now I just, I do it even I though they look saggy. It's fine. If I remember right, I think top top only went up to a C. Yeah. yeah. And Ugh. I remember just like gazing at them being like, I could never, Must but be like, nice. they're so pretty. Yeah, they yeah. were so Like pretty. neon pink little oh, flowers. No. Yeah. 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 All of the, I mean, I remember, yeah. do you remember La Senza? La Senza. They only went up to a D. D. Yes. Did they? Oh my God. Yeah. I would never wonder, that makes a lot of sense. For <laughs> <laughs> how my cleavage, um, how my cleavage materialised. Because I had this, I've still got it. I've got this neon green La Senza. Oh, oh my I need to find gosh. that for a video. I've got it at my mum's house. Saw it the other day. Yeah, like neon green green love but i i remember wanting mm. that and just do, like mm. and i and it was it's so hard I because know. you don't want like you, it's like the the um the punishment yeah. is is the cone bra and the like <laughs> it, the m&s you know like beige 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 yeah and yeah. it's actually so like unfair at a time when you're trying to you want your you want a kid to love themselves mm. 
but that is something but then you've got everybody being jealous you know mm. you you can't not like it because all the other girls are like but I'm but I want what you've got. like you've got big boobies but you know this is a good thing it's such a confusing time so confusing and it's, so yeah confusing. it actually makes me angry the more I look back at it yeah. And then the the, uh, the paradox, which, which I don't think I've ever really worked out in my head between, and maybe it's the difference between the male gaze and the female gaze, but like on one hand, it's mm. good to have big boobs. Mm. You get all the male, like, you yeah. you know, I'm saying this as like, yeah. you get all the male attention yeah. and, you know, you've it's fun and it's exciting. You've got these big boobs. But on the other hand, like you said, you look slimmer when you've got smaller boobs. Like it's hard to look slimmer mm. it's hard to look slim when you have big boobs totally you have to wear certain things you have to wear things that like go in on your waist yep. and things like that yeah and for that re- i think for that reason mm. but that's such a weird dichotomy isn't it mm-hmm. that's so strange mm-hmm. and then but yeah. this is the impossible standard yeah like this is yeah. this is why we would never go and and i think this all comes to us at a time when that's what was the point i was kind of trying to make earlier and kind of butchered but like it's it comes to us at a time where puberty's happening and we have no idea we are supposed to look like this one ridiculously specific yeah. thing yeah but you can't you can't please anybody no. actually right. in trying to get it because yeah. you have to be super thin but then you've also got to have the curves but in exactly the right proportion in the right yeah. places yeah. and this is all happening while everything's fucking sprouting out of everywhere like you're spotting yeah, your yeah. gaining weight and like, then yeah. like you know on one hand you've got like figures like Kate Mosses that were idolised mm. like the quote unquote heroine she yeah. you know like really really slim and no hardly any boob whatsoever yeah. like that was really idolized yeah, yeah, yeah. but we've also the glamour model was... era as well like yeah. the katie price page three yeah like yeah and that was kind of nuts literally nuts, nuts. As well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah nuts what? zoo yeah yeah that was i mean that was i mean she was making she bought an she built an empire of having big yeah. huge boobs yeah. yeah so it's yeah there's that oh actually that's and you know i'm very much like for like get the bag, yeah. do what liberates yeah, you, yeah, makes yeah. you feel amazing. And so there's that side of things where you're like, oh, actually like this is something that actually, I could make these boobs work for me yeah. financially. But then at the same yeah. time, there is that shame of like, but it's wrong. Like you shouldn't, have, your body should, you should not be like, you should not embrace, embrace being sexualized. You know, it's it's a weird. You shouldn't embrace being sexualized. Yeah. That's like, and it's, shouldn't profit off of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. But that's yeah. something I feel like what I've done, which is what I'm trying to, is that I almost feel like I desexualize myself to be able to like embrace them in a way that like, I basically rem- I've had to like remove all of that thinking and like seeing myself as a sexual being in order to like embrace it. And then now I'm like working on sex. Does that make sense? Like I've almost had yeah, to, yeah, yeah. because I think I was also carrying that, like being sexualizing myself was wrong, even though like there's nothing wrong with it. Mm. It's like a weird thing. I don't know if I'm actually making sense, but. No, it does. It's like a weird thing of like almost having to like. Start again. Start again. Start again. Yeah. But of course you have to start again. Like look at the shit show we've just explained as teenagers. Like we don't, there's no, there is, it sounds such like a first world, like, oh, there's no support for this, whatever. But it, it, yeah. it's the beginning of a terrible relationship with your body. And that was, yeah, yeah that was one of the main takeaways as well from the documentary with Rochelle. Mm. And it was so like, and I could cry for her, mm. but like, and Al actually, yeah. I, I guess you've been in this position because you, you had one, but she wanted a reduction so badly. Mm. And it was like, she just head hated herself forever because of it. And it's like, it actually is horrific that we're doing that to like, 
it's what you said before, just setting young girls up to fail. Yeah, and yeah. how are they ever supposed to have a positive relationship with their bodies? Well, exactly. And it's like, and that's that's your whole self-worth, your whole identity. That's an entire life that you're just letting oh not make its full potential because there's, because we're sexualizing children, basically. Yeah. I mean, when I did the it. Women's Hour interview, I had women messaging me who were in their 60s and 70s who had just got breast reductions and wow. had said... I'm finally living my life after 50 years of hating myself. I'm like, 50 years? Yeah. Like, all of our experiences were the same. And it was that other people had made you feel like your body was wrong. Yeah. And so, and as children, children are like sponges. You soak everything up. So you soak that up and you carry that for the rest of your life. Yeah. And so you just spend your whole life hating yourself, which yeah. is just exhausting. Al, did you like your boobs afterwards? Did you feel that sense of like, like you got yes. what you wanted? Yes, but it didn't change my relationship with my body. Like, I mean, you see, I never show anything off. Mm -hmm. Like I rarely wear tight fitting things. I never show any cleavage mm -hmm. or anything. And I don't know, I actually don't really know why. Mm. I guess it just still, so I, I did, I, de I definitely, I felt better. Like I physically, I felt better and mentally too but it didn't I guess it didn't change my relationship with like the outside world of my body if that makes right. sense yes yes I didn't feel like now like I, I still hunched over I still didn't want people to look I don't I don't know I but guess this is exactly what one of the uh, ladies was saying in the doc is that you, you may get a breast reduction but it takes a very long time and maybe yeah. it's even lifetimes work for your mind to catch up to mm. what's just happened because you cannot erase everything you experienced just because you've had a breast reduction. Like yeah. everything that still happened, you still happened. If that's the shame or just you feeling insecure about it, it's like that is, that having a breast reduction doesn't remove that. It's like this stuff that you carry with, I guess, forever. You carry it with forever. Yeah. Um, because it's such, I think it's such a unique physical experience that you, if you live it, you get it. And if you don't, then you just, you don't really understand it. But it is such a unique experience, which is why I think when you find your tribe of people who, know exactly what it's like it's like thank god because it you do feel like you're alone in the way that you feel quite a lot of the time um that you're the only one that feels like this i mean i thought i was an alien i legit was like i'm an alien when i was 11 i was like i'm an alien like and i used to call yeah. myself an alien because that's how i felt and i remember being 11 and do you remember when you were in school and the boys and the girls would get changed in the classroom because like everyone's just got like little fried eggs. So like, mm. it's fine. And um, I remember my teacher tapped me and said, um, Jacqueline. And I was like, yes, miss. And she's like, can you um, go to the uh, the cloakroom to get changed? And I was like, oh, uh, why? She's like, oh, because you know, you're a bit developed now. <gasps> that is so awful. Yeah. Oh, singling you out. Yeah. So it was me. And then I had two Muslim girls in my class who, who would always get changed in the cloakroom. And like, it was like, okay. And that was it. It was like, I don't even know what being developed. You were just put away. Put that away. is horrifying yeah. as an 11 year old. Yeah. It's horrifying as, as yeah. at any age yeah. really to be singled out like yeah. that. But that's so, at such a vulnerable time, that's really yeah. scarring. Yeah, I was literally like, I don't even know what being developed means. Like, what does that even mean? Mm, yeah. But because I was, I felt I was an alien because I was very aware that my body had changed. That just added to, okay, then you, you yeah. definitely are a freak. And so that's, you know. 
That was so wrong of that teacher. I know. If you're going to, Mrs. if you're going to ask one person, yeah, Mrs. Johnson, to, <laughs> to do it, then make the whole class di- make it right. yeah. separate yeah, straight away. Yeah, 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 yeah. And even That's just really a conversation, cruel. like, yeah, where was the chat? Like, there was no conversation around. Like, I remember learning in school, obviously, about like the birds and the bees and periods, but there was no conversation around like your boobs growing or whatever. And so then you're just like. And that's a horrible time. Yeah, oh my god! Like worst. when you get the little like buds, and then I hate it yeah. that everyone called them buds. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, like little like little booby buds. I was like, oh, and you're so embarrassed. Yeah, like and yeah, getting hair like your first pube. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> uh, I remember my mum giving me a deodorant for the first time. She was like, I think you need this. I was like, what? Oh my, yeah, like getting like <laughs> do boe vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's such a weird time, it's isn't it? Your body's changing. Time. Like everyone's at different stages. And but like... you were put. It was like mm. you did it. It was like you were like cat, like caterpillar to butterfly, or whatever. And then the minute you get your wings, you're like, and and we put her away now. That's it. And that kind of sets you up. That that kind of sets you up forever. There, it's oh like God, you yeah. you need to be hidden. This is the beginning. You're a woman now. Yeah, you go in that room. Yeah, you you, you deal with that on your own. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I remember using Ask Jeeves and like typing into Jeeves like, "How do you get rid of big boobs?" And then and then Jeeves is like genetics i'm like oh i'm doomed like, <laughs> get rid of them i was like i was willing to do anything anything to cut them off i like what i just wanted them off so i could just be normal and do what all my friends did and you know school discos and stuff like i remember i would it's almost like i would sit on the bench and watch everyone like dancing and running around and like i just at the disco like oh like i want to do that but i just felt so oh don't don't want anyone to look it was always that you know, always taking photos like this with my arms crossed all the time. It was like, that was just what I always did. Always wearing oversized jackets. From yeah. from an early age, I said, right, I'm I'm here to hide. I'm here to hide. Yeah. That's the, it. I'm here to be invisible. memories for me. Yeah. A few things. Like I remember doing these exercises that I'd seen in a book of mm-hmm. how to like reduce your chest size, your mm. breast size. Yes. And these exercises that I did in my room, like mm. every every morning and every night time. Yeah. And also the minimizer bras from M&S. Oh my God, the minimizers. Yeah, the minimizers. And then I discovered binding. Like I, I heard yes. about it yes. and I tried to find like yes. a binding, like a Yes. Find out how to buy. Oh my God, it's so crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Do you remember in She's the Man? Yeah. And she, and she, she, but, yeah, uh, she does, yeah, she, she does binds. binds. Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah. And I remember watching that scene and being like, I want to do that. I need to do that. Mm. God. Because anything to squash them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, and it was just about craving normality. I just want to be like everyone else. I just want to feel like I'm normal. That was it. And that's how much having big boobs is like makes you feel like you are living a completely different existence to everyone else so yeah it's 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 a it's a tough I think it's it's tough it's it's also tough when you I guess as well there's no one around like you or you know I feel like quite really grateful to do what I do now because I you know I sometimes get gifted bras etc etc but I always feel really grateful because I used to buy my bras from eBay, like used bras of eBay when I was a student because I couldn't afford 60 pounds bra or whatever. So Mm. I was buying them for like three pounds on eBay because that got me through. And there's probably lots of people who are still doing that. Um, It's a a hard existence. It really is. It really is. Yeah, and exercise as well. I was actually talking about this yesterday. Mm. Like it it stops, it prohibits women from mm. like full stop from exercising and the yeah. amount of girls that like don't even can't entertain it can't do it 
it's physically too much for them, oh my God, yeah. which then feels incredibly cruel that on the other side, it's like, well, if you want a reduction, you've got to have a breast, you've got to have a BMI of under 27. Yeah. And it's like, but yeah. how do you expect them to do it? Yeah. If you can't move your body. Well, this is it. It's, and then even when you're working out, I mean, whew, the way people, some guys will stare at you and they have no shame in no, doing really. it. They don't give a heck. They'll stop what they're doing just to stare, mm. watching your boobs bounce. You already know your boobs are bouncing because you're not wearing the right bra. So they're bouncing. And then you've also got big boobs. Even if you are in the right bra, yeah. your boobs are going to go. They're going to go. They're going to yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, gravity. Yeah. Yeah. On the treadmill. Yeah. 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 So it's, you know, it's, it's, and then, yeah, it's, yeah, working out as well is, I mean, I didn't really work out for years. I didn't feel like I had like the body to even like, I didn't even want to take care of my body. I just wanted to just like neglect it because I'm like, well, I have these big, they cover yeah. my rib cage anyway. So what's the point, mm. you know? Um, I feel less so like that now because obviously I do CrossFit, so they're, they're always out. <laughs> CrossFit, but, CrossFit, yeah. But I'm catching up on, it. yeah, I'm catching up on lost time. I'm catching up on lost time. Good for you. Yeah, so you should. Well, like, yeah. Did you see Bryony Gordon and Jada Sarza ran the marathon together yes, in yes, their yes, underwear yeah, yeah, a few yeah, yeah, years which ago? I love so, so good because Bryony's a really big advocate for that as yeah. well. Like she's got massive yeah. boobs and she like she does some running and stuff, and it's like yeah. it's and she came to it so late, yeah. and I think that's a really big part of it, and it's yeah. like. People, yeah, it's, it is a huge consideration. Totally. it's t And also if you, I don't think there's any right or wrong way. Like if you want to get a breast reduction, I I do not know your lived experience. So if you really fundamentally feel that that's going to make you feel like the best version of yourself, I'm like, go for it, babe. I'm getting, do what boob, do. I'm getting my boobs. I said this in the episode before and I wanted to ask yeah. you Al about this and actually both of you and have the talk about self-love within it because... I, as soon as I'm done breastfeeding, I'm having my boobs up and off, like, and I can't wait. Like, what, I is it like a breast lift or like? Lift and reduction. Okay, nice. Like, Cause I just, I'm watching them now. They've just got, I don't like them. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the way my boobs look. Yeah. I never have. Yeah. And I feel like a bad body confidence advocate saying no. that, but I just don't. I don't like yeah. my nipples particularly. Yeah. I don't like how big, cause my boobs got so big when I was a teenager. Mm. Then I lost a lot of weight when mm. I left school and I went and they got, they, they got small. Like I've got a real, like, I can't. I don't know if it's like a dysmorphia about my boobs. I can never work out if they're big or small, but I, can, I know objectively size-wise. I'm like, well, that is a big number. They're a big letter. So like, yeah. yes. But then I have very conflicted feelings, but I lost a lot of weight when I was like 20 maybe. So that I got really slim. Maybe they went down to like a D and then I got bigger again. And then, and then I've been pregnant. Now I'm breastfeeding. So they're just, they're stretched out. They're saggy. They're big now. God knows what's going to happen when I stop breastfeeding. And I just, I'm already excited and I feel empowered for like last child, they're off yeah but it's I feel really bad about, yeah literally get them out of here like <laughs> I'm done with this but it doesn't feel and I feel really confident saying that and I'm like that's what I want for myself yeah wait um, but so it, you should but it's kind of hard I feel like it's kind of hard to have that within like and they're like you're supposed to love yourself do you know what I mean? But are you? <laughs> Did, mm, I don't know but, like, I, but I think no one knows your that's why yeah. like your lived experience. Like I think that it's it's an impossible ask to ask everybody to love every single piece of themselves. It's just it's it's hard. It's yeah. hard. It's really hard. And I think that you know if you, I'm a big believer in like body neutrality and like I'm just here for you making the right decision that is best for you. Yeah. Or should I say breast? For breast. You. <laughs> love the it. Brand. Um, <laughs> that's going to make you feel great, then yeah. lean into that. Yeah. You know? It's your 
body. journey. Yeah, it's yeah. your body. It's your story. Like, I think you can't carry the weight, low, of, <laughs> <laughs> of, you know, other people's thoughts and opinions on what they think you should do. It's about what, what yeah. works best for you. And if that is what makes you feel great, then do yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, it's, I know it's complex. Yeah. Um, I do think even like, ugh, this is so random, but it's like Botox. Yeah. Right? And like, you want to be like, love your skin and like lean into aging. But at the same time, it's like, oh, but what if I want to get like a, no, no, no. Yeah, no, like, seven. does that mean I'm like, <laughs> am I bad? bad? Yeah. But like, have I failed? Yeah. But like, but that's the impossible yeah. thing as well. Yeah. That's the dichotomy yeah. you told yeah. me about before. It's like, you've got to be, you've got to get old gracefully, but don't look wrinkly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And I do think there's like, th- you can work on yourself to a point where you, you can't work on yourself anymore. Like you can work on yourself constantly, nonstop, yeah, all the time. Right. And you can work on feeling comfortable in your own body, whatever. But at the end of the day, we still live in a world that has all these values and we still have to face that. Yeah. We still have to go out in the morning and be faced with that and get triggered and and see all these expectations of us and, and see these these standards. So ultimately, like- Sit out, like, you're right. I, I look at myself, I, I've always got ready, when I blow dry my hair after shower, I'd blow dry my, naked, that was how I made peace with my body. I just yeah. saw myself so much yeah. that I was like, this is how I make peace with my body. The one thing that I didn't like and still don't like when I look at myself, and actually I've had a kid, like I've got a cesarean scar, I'm a lot bigger than I used to be. It's not the fat rolls I have a problem with, it's my boobs. Right. But that's okay as well, because yeah. I, I think also like holding a, saying I have to be accepting of every single part of my body is also holding ourselves to another standard yeah. that we yeah. just can't meet. No. Yeah. And so we're just failing like yet again. It's like, actually I've tried hard with this. And even if you haven't tried hard with it, like that's, that it's okay. Yeah. It's all right that you don't like that part of yeah. yourself. Yeah. And that's okay. It's, it's also empowered. okay. Yeah. And it's also okay and empowering to do something about it. Yeah. 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 For sure. Thanks. That's helped. Yeah. Make it all about me. But I do but think complex. Yeah, it's so complex. I think like so many of us, especially as women, there's this you feel like, oh, what's direct being pulled in different directions or what should you be doing? And it's like it's really hard, I think, you know, um with our bodies or getting tweakments or whatever it is, there's mm. this feeling of like it's what you're doing is wrong when actually like we've got to empower ourselves. And sometimes people might not like the way that you do it, but if that's yeah. what makes you feel great, then you should do that. You yeah. Know? I just, I think it's, we have to be unapologetic about it, really. Yeah. You And sometimes you liberate other people when you do the things that maybe people think, well, maybe you shouldn't do that, and you mm. do it. And then someone's like, actually, I kind of yeah. want to do that too. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, girl, like, go do it. Yeah, yeah, go yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah, I feel like it can only be right or wrong to the individual who's actually doing it. Mm. Like we can't look from the outside and no. be like, She's doing it for the right reason. She's doing it for the right, like whatever. I think, yes. I think it's only for you. Totally. The person who's doing it, like, can it be right or wrong? Or... Yeah. And I don't think it's actually a decision that anybody takes lightly to have a boob reduction. No. no. But I feel like actually, interestingly as well, and we haven't talked about this from the other side, but that's people who have boob jobs. Mm. And I'm quite interested in that because I feel like a boob reduction is something that like I, I and obviously I'll, you've done it, but like, I feel quite like, I feel like kind of, I feel empowered because I feel like I haven't ever really liked my boobs and I pretended to, I kind of did in a really complicated way that was to do with the male gaze that I've definitely moved away from and I don't love and that's my own shit and I've got my own shit. But I feel like it's kind of okay. I can say like, oh, I've had a reduction or I want a reduction. People go, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I'm walking and going, 
but I want a boob job. Yeah. Then you've different. got a whole different, yeah. oh, you want the male gaze. Oh, you want this and this. Yeah, and then yeah, there's yeah. that whole conversation. Mm. There's you, so much yeah. more stigma around a boob job yeah. than a boob reduction for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. 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 It's because boob reduction's like, oh, poor you, you're you must okay. have been in pain. Yeah. 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 boob job is like, but why? Like you're, you're asking for, you know. You're meant to look at you. Exactly. But yeah. actually I'm like, do whatever the heck you want with your body. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. so pro do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. And also I think for lots of women who I've spoken to who have had boob jobs, they're like, I have never felt feminine. That was a lot of, some women yeah. I've met, they said, well, I've, I've been flat chested and I never felt like a woman, right? Mm. And so having like a bigger bust makes me feel more womanly, right? And who am I to yeah. say what makes someone feel more women, womanly? I'm like, okay, well, yeah. if that's... Yeah. If that's something you feel that you've been robbed of that, and you can afford to go get it done, then... Yeah. yeah, go for it. Go yeah. for it. Like, There's such a stigma attached to these. There jobs. really is. Yeah. Have you ever had that conversation within like the body confidence conversation? I don't think I have. No, no, I don't think I have either. No, because it is a tweak. I mean, it's not really a tweak. It's a full treatment, but it's kind of interesting. Like, I'm, yeah. But do you think that, like, if somebody was, let's say, like, well, for example, Alex, if you got a, like a boob job, would yeah. you feel a bit? conflicted with like I suppose like your audience and like doing that and everything you talk about or would you definitely yeah but not from like but but not like within me because I feel like I like what we were talking about before like I understand the complexities of this and the complexities of body image and I don't judge anyone including myself for doing things that you know make me feel better mm. in this world that we live in mm. but I feel like it's so you know what social media is like and it's so like <laughs> black or white it's like yeah. you love your body or you don't yeah. if you're changing it you obviously don't love yeah. it yeah. so you're a fraud yeah so I would feel conflicted in that set I would feel like I'm gonna have to explain this conversation like every time I'm gonna have mm. to explain the nuances yeah. of this every time I talk about it so mm. I, f I think but I don't think I would feel conflicted in myself we spoke to Sophie Miller about mm -hmm. it and she'd had a boob job yeah. and she was saying like the comments that she gets are like why are you lying about it like we know you've had one why wouldn't you just admit it and it's like there's so much of this yeah. like we know we know and it's like I don't really get I mean, I do get it because we've grown up in a crazy world that's pit women against each other for like ever. But it's actually kind of nuts that we still, like we've got this kind of like level of like speculation and interest and feel like it's still a dirty or like a bad thing that women are doing to yeah. like anything to do with yeah. their boobs. Yeah. It's like, what? yeah, it's like there's so much interest in other women's chests. Mm. I wonder if, if it is just that like direct link to femininity or to, or if it's just the male gaze and we don't like other women courting it yeah maybe yeah i don't know i find it really interesting but if you do it for the male gaze and let's say that's a means for you to like i don't know make money i'm like cool yeah Th that, that's the thing right also there's, there's enough silicon if you all yeah. want one like have a boob job yeah. Even if it's not like financially profiting off of yeah off of doing it for the male gaze, even if it's just because you in like even that that is valid as well. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. enjoy it's, the male gaze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If you yeah. like attention, it's yeah. like well, why not? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you can't be an attention seeker. Yeah. Like as a woman, yeah, how right. dare I know. you how rude. seek attention? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's the actually worst. mad. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, stop attention. Oh, I feel like when your parents be like, stop showing off. Be yeah. Like, oh, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. Stop is, showing this off is just how I am. <laughs> 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 but that's 
like the adult equivalent. It's like stop yeah. showing off. Yeah. Stop attention seeking. But you women. can do something for yourself, but also like the male attention that you might get from it. Like yeah. I think you can, both things can be true. Um, that was me as a teenager yeah. with my boobs. Yeah. Even though I don't think, I don't know. It's such a fine line because you enjoy it until you don't. And then it's what you were saying. Yes. Like you yeah. enjoy it until it's gone too far. Yeah. Until the wrong person looks. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then that is on me, but that's a complicated feeling that I have on me. It's yeah. like, cause you can get like, yeah, I want that guy's attention. So I will use it to get that guy's attention. Yeah. But then when you get it from somebody, you don't want it or some old whatever. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. what have I done? Yeah. But then it's like, you can't, that is, and that is such a complicated thing to have as, as, as a 16 year old mm -hmm. to work that out. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and it's, it's hard, I'm 29, I still can't work that out. It's weird that we went, we like went different ways with it, right? Yeah. Like I just wanted to like cover up and always, but I think that's also because my mum is really quite prudish as well. And very much like cover everything up. You can't have anything on show ever. God, I was but, like, you can never have, have boobs and the legs boobs and that's what I was trying yeah. to say. I was trying exactly the same thing. You pick one. Yeah, it's, and it's like, but I'm like, why? Why can't we just have it? I mean, I'm not, I don't have it all out today, but I'm like, no, I want to have all of it out all at the same yeah, time. Yeah, as you should. Yeah, like, why not? It's just like, who made up these stupid rules yeah. anyway? Yeah. Like, who Your are mother, they? literally. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my God, really? Yeah. I'm trying to remember what I wore to clubs. Did I just wear like tents? Yeah. <laughs> what did I go to clubs I would always in? pick one. I would always pick either yeah. my legs or my, yeah. I'd always yeah. have a baggy t-shirt and a bodycon skirt on. Oh my God, a bodycon skirt. Live for that, top oh shot, God, top shot. The Was back. it the one that was like, had the pedals? Oh yeah, I had that yeah. in black oh, and pink and yes. electric blue. Yeah, very Oh, oh my god! I think yeah. I've still got that at home, you know. As oh, well, my mum's yeah. I've got my my room at home has still got all my old stuff in oh it. Oh my gosh! That's you should do like an early aughts like How, yeah, hundred percent. I actually did a video like that. It was the first video that ever went viral I that I did with this. my elastic belt that I yeah. put over everything. Oh one god, of those I had hilarious. that big neon belt that I put over everything. <laughs> It's such a complicated time. You put such a massive responsibility on a young person. Mm, it's a lot. On a young woman. It's a lot. But that's why I try, I hope that with the stuff that I do, that I can lighten the load a little bit. Yeah. And just like encourage more women to just like lean into that. I mean, look, I do lots of stuff. I suppose I, my career is kind of built on me having big boobs. Mm. But, and I, and I embrace it and I love it, but I still get... Uh, dick pics and do you oh i had one last week disgusting it was a video of him literally masturbating he sent me like five. five 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 and i sent him you know you can send you know that like screen the message that you send being like this is an error and this is going to be yeah i did yeah. that he sent me five more oh my god so they've, they've caught on to us um, and yeah, but God. I don't carry, but I don't, before I would feel really bad, like, oh man, this is kind of my fault. But then now I'm like, nah, man, like, you're just a freak. Like, it's, uh, yeah. I'm not oh, doing yeah. nothing to you. I'm living my and life. He is a yeah. freak. freak. Certified. Yeah. 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 Blocking like, him doesn't seem like satisfying enough. No. Because that should be more of an option. There's yeah. probably more. We could send it to his mom. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> but that's the stuff like you know I do get men messaging me and things like that and, and have you had from women what was the response like to the doc like to all of it to the women's hour to all of the stuff all the com public mm. conversations you've had outside of your own spaces has that been positive all positive Overwhelming. Yeah. yeah all positive so good nothing haven't had anything bad no everything was great. really positive and that, I'm really glad because I wanted this to be something so that people can start to humanize women with big boobs and actually yeah. see when you see a woman with big boobs and maybe she's feeling herself and she's listening to music and she's like you leave that woman the hell alone like don't yeah. even look at her just be like she's living her best life yeah. and then you get on with your day don't yeah, pass yeah, a yeah. comment don't stare 
just yeah. piss off really. So if that makes people look at people or, or if someone goes to on holiday and they're on the beach and they see a woman with like huge boobs and she's in a bikini, the old you pre-doc might have maybe said something and now after watching the doc, you think actually I'm going to turn my head and finish reading. Yeah. That's what I want. Just peace yeah, for these women. That. That's it. And to raise our babies, but not better, but differently. Yes. Like to have this conversation with our kids. Yes. Mm. And the way we sexualize like, young girls yeah. and our and the bodies and the adultification and yeah. and just like actually having these conversations with, with men and also young girls about your body's changing and let's talk about it. Yeah. How do you feel? Yeah. yeah. yeah and what, just to remove shame. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, yeah, what are you comfortable in? If I'd your grown uniform. up without shame, yeah. Yeah. it would have been so much better. Oh my God, 100%. Like, just yeah. kicking shame to the curb and yeah. being like, because I think when you can free yourself of that, like, you just feel so much more comfortable and more free in your body. And like, yeah. I'm at a place now where I do feel at peace, but it took me a long time to get here. And if it can start earlier for lots of other people, then that's fantastic. Mm, you know, you've yeah. got more time to enjoy yourself and enjoy your body. Who wouldn't want that? Amazing. Oh, I love you. Yeah, you're you great. You're so, so great. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're in, you've inspired me. I might wear something revealing. Get, get the boobs out. out. Get, get the boobs out. out. Get them out. Get them out. I might do. I might do. Get get them out. Like I just I literally just love. Also, I can make a beat with my boobs. What, what? kind of beat? Yeah. What? Like I can actually make like a. Oh, wait, I have to take them out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you hear? Now that's the outro. Oh, <laughs> yes. So it's quite that, listeners. <laughs> it's the brilliant sound of Jackie's boobs making a beat. <laughs> Fantastic. You didn't know you needed that audio. Oh, yeah. But you got it. <laughs> Jackie, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. I've had the best time. Oh, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. Shut Up Delete That is part of the ACAS Creator Network. 